Welcome to the Holden Village Podcast. Holden is a community of education, programming, and worship located in the remote wilderness of the Cascade Mountains. These snapshots provide a glimpse into the learnings taking place in our community. Let's tune in to this week's highlight. I'm Catherine. I use she, her pronouns, and I serve in education and programming in the village. Welcome to Food for Thought for today. I'm going to be talking about land acknowledgements. For the past few months, I've been working on researching and envisioning what a land acknowledgement for Holden could look like. And through that process, I've learned a lot about the practice of land acknowledgements, indigenous history, and spaces where I can grow in my own understanding of relating to indigenous issues. I'm going to be discussing themes around colonialism, violence against indigenous peoples, and themes of trauma. So if any of that content is triggering for you, I wanted to give a heads up. To begin, I invite you to take a moment to reflect on the following question. Can you describe the history of the land and of the indigenous peoples of every place that you have lived? Holding that reflection in your mind, I now invite you to ponder this question. Why do you think it is important that we know and understand the history of the land that we reside on and its original stewards? So as a nation, our history is woven with the realities of settler colonialization, including the forced displacement of indigenous peoples and genocide. As a result of these realities, the majority of indigenous peoples today do not reside on the land in which their ancestors thrived culturally, politically, economically, and spiritually. And many First Nations are still fighting for their treaty rights to be honored today. And often indigenous voices are ignored, forgotten, or erased in conversations around issues that impact their communities and their traditional lands. So one practice that we can incorporate into our rhythms as individuals within our own communities that speaks to the relationship between indigenous history and place is that of land acknowledgments. A land acknowledgement is a formal statement that recognizes and respects indigenous peoples as the original stewards of the land on which we now live. And it speaks to the relationships between our communities, indigenous communities, and the land. So as members of the Holden community, we reside on land whose original stewards are the Ceylon, Entiatqua, and Pascuasa First Nations. I'm now going to read a drafted version of Holden's land acknowledgement. And I invite you to take notice of what parts of this land acknowledgement speak out to you. We, as members of the Holden Village community, acknowledge the Ceylon, Entiatqua, and Pascuasa First Nations as the original stewards of the land that we work, play, rest, and learn on today. We recognize that with the ratification of the Yakima Treaty of 1855, the traditional lands of the Ceylon, Entiatqua, and Pascuasa First Nations were stolen from them by the U.S. government, and that these indigenous peoples were forcibly removed from their ancestral lands and relocated to the Confederated Tribes of the Colville Reservation near Omak, Washington. We recognize the atrocities and gross neglect that the U.S. government has committed against all First Nation peoples and the continuing harm of colonialism today. As the First Nations were prosperous for tens of thousands of years, 
their abundance in spirituality, relationship, and culture continues to the present and into the future. We give thanks to the first peoples that came before us, are with us now, and will come after us. Some things that you may have noticed as I read that land acknowledgement, I have found in my research that there are important components to include when crafting a land acknowledgement. So the first is the names of the First Nations spoken in their traditional language whose native lands are being occupied. The history of the relationships between that land, the indigenous groups, and government agencies. It's important to use accurate language like forced removal and genocide. And also to not only reference indigenous peoples as part of the past, they're very much alive and thriving today, and it's important to acknowledge that. So now we know what land acknowledgements are, but what is the next step? My next question is, how can we take the practice of land acknowledgements and live them out in our daily lives as individuals and as a community? As the Holden community, we must figure out how we can restructure and rethink colonial systems and white supremacy to use our resources to work towards justice and healing alongside indigenous peoples. And as a whole, we must ensure that we put into practice the actions that we claim to be making. Then as individuals, I have some examples of things that we all can do. We can share the practice of land acknowledgements. So next time you're sharing an important meal with family or friends, taking a moment to recognize the history of the land that you're on. A great first step is to learn the history of the land and its original stewards, researching that history of all the places you have lived and places that you plan on traveling to, supporting and uplifting indigenous artists, academics, and organizers. It's important that we work to understand our impact on the land and to take care of it and paying monetary reparations. As we attempt to untangle ourselves from the web of white supremacy, we will not always do the right thing, but aiming to uplift the voices of indigenous peoples, to learn from their wisdom, and to follow their lead on the path to healing are all important things that we can do as individuals and as a community. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.